Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Micah McCurry, your host. Greatly appreciate your listenership today. You know, I found in being given the grand opportunity over the past few weeks and really months to meet so many faithful listeners to this radio broadcast that there are many that say this phrase when I first meet them. They'll, of course, indicate that they listen to the broadcast and tell me what time of day they listen and on what station, and we commiserate about that for a little while, and I thank them for their listenership, and they always end by saying something along these lines, it's good to put a face with the voice. Now, if they're being honest, it's probably a little disappointing to put a face with the voice because, as they say, the old joke, I have a voice for radio and the face for it as well, but all joking aside, I was mulling over the sentiment that's being expressed when someone says it's good to put a face with the voice. What they're saying is, is it's good to see a real person behind the radio, behind the speaker, behind this program that I listen to so often, it's good to put a real person there and realize it's not just some disembodied voice speaking to me from so far away. It grounds it in reality. And I was thinking about that, especially as it applies to our topic for this week, something we're carrying over from last week. We began last week by talking about the most important tool in a Christian's arsenal. We focused on prayer. We talked about from Matthew chapter 6, the beginning of the model prayer, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's about as far as we got and we will continue this week. But in thinking about this particular thought, my Bible reading brought me across a passage that sort of jived with the direction that the Lord was leading my thoughts and just kind of daisy-chained together and just kind of dovetailed together and connected a few dots. And I'm going to read for you from the book of Exodus, chapter number 17. And I'll look at verse number 12, a familiar passage, but one I'd like to remind you of, and we'll draw a brief application from Exodus chapter 17 and verse number 12, and we will get back to the model prayer tomorrow on the broadcast. But I wanted to remind you of something. I wanted to bring to reality this idea of prayer. Instead of it being some ephemeral thing, some ethereal thing that's just out there in the ether that seems untouchable, seems to be something that just uh, those that are interested in the deeper things of God talk about. And this this idea of prayer being this thing, uh, I do it before our meals and maybe I'll pray for five minutes to start my day, but what is it to pray? Let's ground it in reality for just a moment. Exodus 17 verse number 12. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Of course, we're jumping right into the thick of it. This is the story, the account of Joshua leading the fight against the Amalekites, and Moses was up on a hill overlooking the battle, and he was holding up the rod of God. 
but his hands began to get heavy. And as we well know, Aaron and Hur helped steady his hands, helped keep his hands up, because as long as the rod of God was up, the people of God would win, would continue to win. But when his hands drooped because of his fatigue, the Amalekites would get the upper hand. But here we see in verse number 13 that because Aaron and Hur were helpful, Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. A resounding victory was won for God's people that day. But that's not where I draw the application from. We see in verse number 14, And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. I want to draw your attention to the first half of that verse. When the Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial. Moses' hands had barely stopped cramping up from being held aloft for so long. He might have had, you know, when you you sleep on your arm the wrong way and it goes to sleep. Mo- Moses might have had that problem. And he's finally getting some feeling in his hands. And God says to him, write this down. I want Joshua and future generations to remember what I, meaning God, what I did here today. I want them to remember it for a long, long while. My question for you today is this, as we look at this topic, this theme, and I know we jumped right into it today. We're starting the week off and coming right out of the gate. We're talking about prayer, but let me ask you, friend, as we look at this theme, this thrust of for a memorial, do you keep track of the great things God has done for you? Would you be hard-pressed to think up more than two or three or half-dozen blessings of God upon you and your family over the past few months and years? If so, then these things ought not so to be, and let me encourage you That if you begin to look for the blessings of God, meaning you begin to observe them and chronicle them and write them for a memorial, maybe like me, it will be in the notes section, the notes app on your phone. But regardless of where you memorialize them, let me encourage you to do so. You know how it works when you purchase a particular make and model of car or maybe even a particular color of car. You begin to see those cars, or maybe you're just interested. You're shopping for a new vehicle and you are looking for a specific type and you begin to identify them in your daily commute. You never saw them before, really. You just, they just passed you by, but because you're looking for them, you begin to see them much more often. Well, I believe the same could be said for answered prayer. If we don't intentionally look For the goodness of God, we will miss it. Not because God Almighty is stingy with his goodness. No, friend, he is beyond good. He is great. He is grand. He is God. I'm so thankful that he is, but too often I'll speak for myself when I say that we neglect to realize his goodness, especially his goodness of the past, 
Now, he is good each and every day. I mean, take a breath with me right now. Think about that. That breath was not given to you by your central nervous system or because your body is operating as it should. It was given to you by God Almighty who designed your body to operate in the way that it has. And God could have taken your breath immediately previous to you taking that last one and the next one and the next. And yet, so often, we forget that every good gift, every perfect gift cometh cometh down from the Father of Lights. Do you memorialize? Do you chronicle the goodness of God? I hope you do. Today, and just for a few moments, we will get back to the Lord's Prayer tomorrow. But for just the next few moments, I'd like to ground in reality the fact that I believe wholeheartedly in prayer. Not just because of answered prayer. Not because God does great things for me so-called, and that's why I believe in it. I'm trying to give you some health, wealth, and prosperity gospel about he's, he's done great things for me, and for the low, low price of $19.95 per month, he can do the same thing for you. No, friend, a thousand times no. But just like when people say it's good to put a face with the voice, meaning they're grounding me in reality. I'm actually a real person. I'm not just the person they hear on the radio. I'm a real person. I'd like to tell you that prayer is real, and the results of prayer are real, and the God that we pray to is real. And so I'd like to do that by just sharing just a few, just a smattering, just a brush across the top of answered prayers that God has seen fit to be a blessing to me, but to the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. We could spend a whole nother week talking about his blessings on me personally and on my family. But for just a moment, would you let me tell you, I've written down a few from my master list, if you will, and here's one or two of them. I think of the motorhome, the RV that I'm speaking to you from right now. This is an answer to prayer. Right now, I'm sitting in the parking lot of a church up here in Wisconsin, having a grand time preaching a small Bible conference, a a revival, and God's been so good to us. I'm very excited about where he's leading over these coming days. But can I tell you the convenience of sitting here in the parking lot and having a 40-yard walk to the church, that's a blessing. The fact that my wife and children can be comfortable, that's a blessing. And I'll tell you what, friend, it's something that we prayed for. God answered the prayer in a miraculous way. We could go further on that, but I think of, uh, let's change gears, talk about gospel tracts. I think of the millions of gospel tracts that went into Pakistan last year. I hope you didn't forget about those. We've talked, we talked about them so long in 2021, and to my chagrin, I haven't talked about them as much as I should this year. God's done great work through those gospel tracts, and we're so excited about pursuing even more in future But you know how that came about? Oh, it was through the giving of God's people, most assuredly. But it was also, and predominantly, through answered prayer. Friend, I just want to share with you a few answers to prayer, and I hope you have some that could echo these as well. I think of the phenomenal team that we have at Bible Tracks Incorporated. This is not, and never has been, a one-man show. Even back to the time of 
Dr. Paul Levine, our founder, he had such a good, good crew of folks that helped him. And even today, while I'm on the road traipsing around and preaching in different places and having a grand old time, and yes, is it work to be in evangelism, to be separated from your family often and all these types of things and taking weird hours? Yes, absolutely. But can I tell you what happens at Bible Tracks Incorporated happens because we have a phenomenal team and that team has come together because of prayer. We could continue on. I think of the fact that we ship all of our tracks folded now. Seems like uh, not so small of a thing when you order 2,500 tracks and they all came flat back in the day, but now they're folded. I think of the COVID tract titled Overwhelm, the very first track that I ever had the privilege of writing. Can I tell you, I, I, I barely scratched the surface and we could continue on. We will tomorrow. But let me challenge you with one last thought today. Do you remember any answered prayers? I hope you do, friend. Join us tomorrow on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.